Yo, you're live on the podcast. That was me just now pressing record. Now podcast. you're live on the podcast. <laughs> What's going I was gonna on? Get some head- I was gonna get some headphones first. <laughs> Alright, do you need some? Go on, yeah. No, give me two seconds. I'm gonna put the proper wired headphones in. Oh, okay, I get you. No, because then at least then I can just perch the ting and you know what I'm saying? Yo, my guy, what's going on? You're right. What's going on? You ready? I'm dead there, man. Long time, bro. I was watching this. I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm kind of watching football at the same time. Isn't it? So, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Did you hear? Yeah, so by the way, they, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Nah, I know you're a big football fan. This is the hour as well, man. But um, nah, last time I saw you, bro, there was there was Alize happening. Uh, and hypnotic. Of blue, hypnotic it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, listen. <laughs> that sorts. was an absolute madness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Need Maybe to run that back. Yeah, this is quite, this is super clear, actually. So basically, the setup that I've got just now is you're basically just on loudspeaker. Okay, cool. So cool. Sims can hear you, I can hear you, and then you're getting picked up by the mic, so it's all good. All right, say no more, man. Right. Um, and is it like, do you need to like hear, to hear it back to see if it's okay, or? No, no, it's, it's, no, I can see the waveforms on the thing. It's, it's all good. All right. Yeah, it's cool. all good. Just a very basic setup here, but um, yeah. All right. So basically, Sims and I have. A, do you know what? Let me intru- let. I'm gonna let you introduce what it is that we're about to discuss. And oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like what you know. So basically, he was on a. Uh, Ash was recently on a program called Dating Black UK, and at that point, well, I'll hand thing, over. Yeah, the whole the, the whole UK part might need to be thingy because I'm on it right now. Yeah. And it is just, it is dating black, but it's on BT UK. Oh, right. Okay, so there's the confusion. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's actually just called dating black. So it's not meant to be representative of like the whole UK. The UK. It's just dating black. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, do you want to just tell us a little bit more about it and like the premises, how you got involved and all the rest of it? Yeah, cool. cool, cool. So what, now? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. This is random. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so where does it start? So the story of this actually starts back in 2018. So um, the guy who I was... No, sorry, even further back than that. Um, but we'll start at 2018. So the guy who I was on the show with, he's called Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenny has created um, a society for um, young black people in London. Um, and it's called Character Builders. And in Character Builders, we develop... And I actually speak about it in the show... You speak about like obviously like de- developing character, goal setting, um, being vulnerable, like all the key, all the key kind of soft skills that may be lost um, when you go to like you know the corporate environment. They just want you to be like, yeah, like oh, kill, 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 like die, die, die. They want to like, be go getters and stack. yeah, 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 yeah. And hustlers and, and you know and sellers. You know what I yeah. call it? It's I call it the old school Walkman, like forward only. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Never. Then Wolf of Wall Street attitudes. Yeah. yeah, that's the perfect to me and you because that's how we grew up in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, that was the, so that was the premise. Now, within that, there's like six groups at the moment. There's the 2018 cohort, um, male and female. Mm-hmm. 2019 cohort, male and female. Um, 2020 cohort, male and female. And one of the ladies in the 2018 cohort, um, Tonya Mack, is mm-hmm. the person who uh, was, a, was a director. And if anyone's seen any of the episodes, she's the person who, at the start, um, is the person who's speaking and she answers all the questions. Yeah, she's the one. So that, her, yeah. yeah, yeah. So her and Yara, 
um, who we don't see on camera, we don't hear too much from. Um, they're both 2018 girls. Um, Yara approached me saying, um, we want you and Kenny to jump on and do it. Initially, it was to be Kenny and someone else, but they were just like, oh, listen, that person's, kind of, that person's unavailable, but we know you, we know that you do um, a podcast, mm. and we know a little bit about you and your background, and we just thought that, yeah, you'd be a good person to, to have on there. She, so, said, she, she, she saw the CV and said, yes, man is <laughs> overqualified. What, the, what the curriculum V tie, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, and so from there, it kind of just developed. So they shouted me, um, they let me know. Actually, it was meant to cover a few different things. So they just said, come and talk about stuff. They didn't have like a running type or anything like that. Mm. It was just an idea. They said, just show up and then we'll see what happens from there. So obviously me and Ken was just like back and forth on the chat, like laughing and joking. Because mm. there, there was an element of not really knowing what we were in store for. Right, okay. Because it was just kind of like open. It wasn't like formalised. There were a couple of different ideas. Um of what, of, what, of what we thought it could kind of be. So we just like, you know what? We'll, we'll show up, we'll do what we always do, which is just like kick it, have a great conversation. Yeah, like yeah. I've known now, 2022, I've known Kenny for like 10 years. Okay, um, all right, okay. Yeah, he's like, the, he's like the little big bro, man. Like he's just such an established um, and an amazing like, like scholar, gentleman, like brother, any any positive adjective, I, I, I put I put Kenny's door in it. So Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so when we kinda came in, it was a case of, Oh yes, yeah, so this is what we're gonna do. There'll be some questions and yeah, it's just gonna be filmed. But then when we we went when we went in, the setup was setting up. Like, it was like, Okay, had a little makeup thing. Oh right, nice, one of like, them ones. Prop, like, <laughs> set up. Yeah, it wasn't like no shoddy things. I think Man got the Hollywood treatment. <laughs> yeah, like I think when you see it, you can see like how well it was done. So it was, it, like, it did look like a very well. clean production. Yeah, yeah. Well. it yeah, probably yeah. clean. Like the lighting was on point. The sound quality was pitch perfect. Like yeah, you can see yeah, the and you and you can see the way when you watch all eight episodes, you can see that it's been laid out as well. It looks mm-hmm. like to me, uh, you know, I I wasn't privy to that, the process or anything. I'm looking at the finished product. I'm like, oh, they've actually structured this in a way whereby it's like. It's got like almost a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Very yeah, well yeah, written. The vision is yeah. The vision is the vision's proper. So, um, um, the production team did their like did their thing, and I think you know it's weird that like, you tip up to stuff and it's like, oh yeah, can you come through and do this for me? And then you walk in and you're like, oh right, <laughs> you guys are doing this properly, properly. Mm-hmm. So that was a really nice kind of way to jump in. And like I said, I didn't really have too many thoughts about what it was it wasn't like there was any like pre-rehearsed answers or anything like that yeah it was just kind of come in we'll have a conversation and then just yeah just so they, did, they didn't so. give you like a heads up on like what kind of topics they'll be touching or yeah yeah yeah. they did but like you said there was a number of ideas floating around right, okay. exactly what it was going to look like as well so that was definitely what one of the that was one of the things that they discussed and it was clear that it was going to be that but again you don't actually really know where the conversation is going to go and what the angles are and you also don't know the other people who were on there as well so right we had okay a slot so we, we didn't get to hear anyone else. We didn't get to see anyone else. Yeah. We came in for our slot and that was it. So, Because that um, was one of the we, things that... Sorry, go on. No, so yeah. So when, so when we came in, they were they were doing one of the recordings, but we couldn't hear it. Uh-huh. And then we came in, done our bit, and then I left because my car was on a meter in Stratford and I wasn't trying to get a ticket. <laughs> Long. Um, Me, I would have taken bus. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then after that, 
then yeah, then he just dipped out. And then we didn't like, I didn't see the episodes until everyone else did. Oh, right. There was one episode, I'll explain a bit more about it in a second. So there was one episode that I saw um, when they had a premiere in September. Mm -hmm. But then the whole story about how it came out and how it came to be on BET is definitely like, as um, part of the story that needs to be explained in a bit. So, so yeah, but go on. What was your question? Uh, so, so my, what was I going to say again? Yeah, because what I was going to say is um, when you're, when when watching this thing, you can tell that none of you lot are recording in the same place. Mm. So, like, it, it, look, it looks to me like it's in one big apartment or whatever and everyone's, mm. all the different people speaking, all the different groups or whatever have got their own, like, room or section of the yard. So it's like, mm. it's obviously been recorded separate from each other and then like then pieced together yeah, but yeah. how did how did they how did they did so you see the bit that we obviously we there's eight episodes right four for the guys four for the girls you see your thing did you record it all one day and then they just split it up yeah, and they yeah. edited it yeah all oh, right okay so we just had it all together and that's one of the the, the interesting parts about it as well because I think whenever you do stuff like this, what's really interesting is like there's three elements to it. There's there's what you said, mm. there's how it's edited, and then there's how it's received. And those yeah. three things can be very very different as well. So mm. yeah. like when when we done the podcast and I was on it previously, um, oh yeah, you guys want to introduce me properly, innit? Like are you gonna do that later? Because I, I know it's hard the last time on the reintroduction. You know, try to introduce yourself properly, and yeah, and then and then the episode and then the episode after that, we just completely left that alone. That we didn't even do it. Like we're we're rubbish at this thing. But uh, I, for those of you who don't recognise, this is my guy Ashley Horsford. He's been on the pod um, before, um, so yeah, he's he's just Ash Ashman, isn't it? Like from and we'll be back again. And we'll be back again, hundred percent. Summer setup. Summer setup. Yeah, but um, okay. Go, so go on. So basically, um, do you want to j- just explain about what? Obviously, you had loads of different. There were loads of different talking topics, um, but explain how we, how the, how it actually got on to being about dating, and dating black, and then that basically became the theme and the title of the of the of the program. So, and um, how did yeah, how did it ed- ed- ended up end up getting there? So Tonya had a. She said she said it. She just kind of had a, her own previous, like her own experience of what was kind of going on, and she just was like, "Well, mm. like, yeah, what's, what's what's going on in this world at the moment?" Um, so she just got the idea. She's um, she's been into media, so she worked for a company for a while, came out of there and started her own stuff. And this is like okay. her first like major idea to kind of get 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 real coverage mm. and get and get traction. So she had an idea of like having like a different conversation, and I think that's the that's the most important thing I want to say about this, isn't it? Like, I've seen a number of shows on there, and yeah, they're, they're really like laughing and joking and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like the breadth of topics that were covered and the way they were covered as well, I haven't seen anything like this before. Mm. Um, and actually, when you see the whole thing come together, um, it does kind of speak to that whole point of what did you say, how was it edited, and then how are people perceiving it. Mm. Because I know what I said, speaking for like an hour, me and Kenny. She's obviously like been entrusted with the editing process, mm-hmm. and she had a, she had a hell of a lot of power because she had a hell of a, of a lot of material that could have gone in. And yeah, a lot of what we said that could have gone in hasn't been there. And I was like, oh, it would have been really great to get that point in. But actually, when you see all the other points that are there, it's like, 
Yeah, yeah. Dudes, man. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, even, I can't even well. knock them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cutting room floor has always got more content than the actual finished product. Well, this is what I'm saying, and that's how it should be, right? And then, well, yeah. and then the actual reception of it is is crazy. So even the comments, um, there's a couple. Obviously, there's always a couple of people with like sour comments and stuff like that. But if you actually go through the comments on yeah. all eight episodes, like they're just glowing with praise. They like the difference. They like yeah. the vibe. Obviously, I think initially. If you look at it, and we'll talk about like even just how the conversation happens and how it plays out between the boys and the girls, but there is there was a couple of bits and pieces where I think they they looked at the boys slightly differently and maybe slightly unfairly, but then by the end of it, they warmed to they warmed to all of the guys. And do you know what's funny? Mm. That is exactly the kind of like impression I got just okay. watching it. Because so basically. When you told me you were going to be on it, right, obviously mm. I've gone on Twitter and I've just kind of done a, a few like searches or whatever just to see what the general, just to see who else is in it or whatever. And obviously yeah. they had like, what is it, 90s Baby Show were in there. Yeah, they had yeah, yeah. a couple of other people that like, you know, do shows and do YouTube, YouTubers and stuff like that. Like well-known people in the culture, in the scene, innit? So I'm Hemmer's noticing all these things. And, uh, sorry? Hemmer's on there. Yeah. So, obviously, because of that, because of those people's involvement, you know, Twitter, black Twitter, black UK Twitter, always piping up. But they, they, these times, the program's not even out. And all I'm seeing, a lot of what I saw was, oh, they're doing another, this just, it's giving me back chat. It's giving me, do you know what I mean? And I was just like, nah, I know my, I know my, I know my G, he wouldn't be in a no back chat thing like that. Like, as soon as he got to, 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 yeah, exactly. Big, big Ashman. I was like, nah. You know, yeah. you know, I was like, you know, I very much doubt it's going to be like that. Huh? The vein in my forehead would have been complex. I blood, you know them ones, just, just pulsating, bro. But yeah, so I was just like, why are people just shooting it down? It's not even out yet. Like, you don't even know yeah. what it is. You've seen the word dating, you've seen the word black, and tw black Twitter's almost triggered already. I'm just like, yeah. why, is this, why is this such a hot topic for people in the culture? And... I'm not entirely sure if it's to do with an age mate thing, like a generation, like mm. an age gap of like, I don't know, maybe like 21 to 35, 36 or whatever. Like they've got a lot to say about dating, right? Mm. And also like dating black. And I was just like, why? Like I just, the initial impression I got before the thing ever even come out, the, what I'm looking at in terms of the reception, I was just like, this people are like shooting this down already. But in my head, I'm like, nah, it'd be interesting to find out what it's like dating, being a black person in the dating scene. Now, yeah. in my head, I was going through a few scenarios of like, right, it could be black people trying to find, like, it might, like you know, like how um, black people might try and go out, like might date only exclusively other black people because you know yeah. tradition, culture. It may, I've heard the conversation before of like, and me and Sims have talking, spoken about this before of like, you know, if you date somebody from your own culture, there's a lot that doesn't need to be explained, and it just yeah, it sense. makes and then you can focus on other aspects of your relationship. But then there's also kind of like, it was also my kind of thing like, is it? And obviously, I'm looking at who's involved in this from what I could see. And I was like, oh, it's all primarily London-based people. So I'm like, mm. London's a different market as it is. Like, I've got an attitude that London is its own country within the UK. It, 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 it is like nothing yeah, else yeah, in, the, yeah. in, in the country. Like, so I was like... It's a the ecosystem is different. It's very, very world. different. 100% different, right? So like, the other, the other kind of like idea I had in my head was like, oh, 
maybe it's about dating in London and like black people dating in London and like not necessarily black people dating black people but just Mm. with it being so ethnically diverse and you know the economy being different and like you said the, the ecosystem is different what's it like for black people maybe trying to integrate into other races and date outside their own culture? So I was kind of interested to see where it was going. Um, and then back to your point where you said, and Sims, you can weigh on in this as well. Like when the first episode came out, it was all females. Now I didn't know that. So I'm watching it and half, obviously I'm looking out for you and I'm like, I'm halfway through. I'm like, where's my guy, man? Like, what's all this? What's it? And then I'm deep and I'm like, there's no guys in this. And then... So, but I ended up finished watching the first episode and then the second episode, you could see, oh, this is what they've done. They've done girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I wonder. Because part of me was like, it seems as though they, because the girls went first and they're obviously given their perspectives, the series was kind of set up to make guys look That's as if... Yeah, because they didn't... I noticed they didn't um, interview anybody from a different uh, sexual orientation. Uh, am I right yeah, to assume yeah, that yeah. everyone was straight? Yeah. So if a girl has had a problem in the dating world, it's because of a guy. And if a guy has had a problem in the dating world... Yeah, because but because the first episode is all girls, the whole series is set up as if guys are now on the defensive. And I was like, this would be interesting to see how this plays out. Is it going to be girls attack guys, guys attack girls... Okay. And then you come to some sort of kind of agreement. But then there's no, like, there's, there, there was never an episode where, or never a scene where it was, like, guys were talking to girls and vice versa. So I was yeah, like, yeah. I wonder how... But I, without ruining it, like, for anyone that hasn't seen it, like, it does balance out. Yeah, yeah. It's, got very, it's actually very this? balanced. Yeah, how it works is this. So there's, there's eight episodes and the same questions run through all four episodes. I think there's a yeah. couple of questions that are slightly tweaked depending on kind of where they're at. But mm. essentially, they, they try to give everyone similar questions and then kind of got their viewpoint on it. So yeah. there's lots, there's ones about marriage, there's ones about um, therapy, there's ones about like love. Um, there's even some ones about like what song describes your love life at the moment, like mm. just just lots of things. But you made a great point about just kind of how did you how did you um, receive it? So the way I received it was in terms of just an overall commentary on the experiences I've had mm. and seen, and a lot of it is what I've seen because for me personally, like I was a bit like, well, everyone will probably come on there and bring like some crazy stories and stuff like that, but. I'm continuously talking to lots of people about different experiences. Like mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. lots of female friends who I know are going mm-hmm. through certain things. I know some of like my like all my boys, like they've had so many different experiences. So just by the way we kick it and the way that we talk about stuff, like I'm equipped not just with my viewpoint, I'm a, I'm equipped with a very kind of holistic view of what the scene looks like. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of what I did in there was talk generally about stuff. So there's certain points in there, not to give too much away where people will probably be like, right, is that what Ash is on? But everyone who knows me is like, oh, okay, I know exactly what he's done there. He's put like a little piece of himself in there and mm. then he's actually extrapolated it to do a wider point. Um, yeah. And, what was, and yeah. Then what was really interesting with that is when I then, because we had like a rap party last week, Wednesday. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And, yeah, and then when I jumped in, everyone's like, <laughs> oh, I love the way, I, I loved your approach. And I was like, oh, right, people actually clocked what 
I was doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I knew what I was doing. And the people that know me well knew what I was doing. But there was some trainers there saying, we love how you stepped away from it. And then I think, obviously, when I then said to them what I do for a job, I'm a, uh, and this was one thing that I didn't like, they kind of put me down as a youth worker, which kind of limits what I do. Yeah, I'm not a youth worker, I'm a life coach. Um, but again, that kind of life coach, that, that ability to step back and like see things differently and ask the right questions and be quite open-minded and not be so restricted mm. comes across in lots of aspects of my life. Like it's very, very rare that I say to someone, you've done something wrong. I said, you've interpreted it in a way that fits for you. That's yeah. going to be wrong to other people. Yeah. You need to be able to have accountability for that bit. But I can't always say you've done something wrong. You may have wronged someone, but it doesn't mean you've right. done it's something like, it's like an wrong because... Objective because point of view. Yeah, that's and that's kind of... And the thing is, when I watched it, obviously, like... Mm. A lot of people were giving their, like you said, they were giving their own experiences. They were regaling yeah. stories. They were laughing. They were, you know, kind of in their feels about certain things. Basically trying to explain their trauma or their triumphs, right? But yeah, when yeah. it came to you and Kenny, it was kind of like these men have taken an objective approach to it. And basically yeah. just, like you said, you've basically just correlated a lot of stories mm. and picked out the parts that are relevant to the question and be like, mm. well, actually... I know of a situation where A, B, and C has mm. happened. Not necessarily talking about yourself. So, mm. because from that perspective, you aren't, you're not, you're not biased to a certain yeah. degree. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah, not talking yeah, about yeah, it from yeah. an emotional standpoint. And I know, like, this is something that I personally, it's kind of like a gift and a curse that I've got. And I, I'm pretty sure Sims is similar. Like, sometimes we are so good at being objective. That when we're supposed to be subjective, we kind of miss that boat. But then yeah. when somebody's talking to what, um, trying to, when we're trying to explain something from an objective point of view, it's like, oh, that actually makes sense. Because, you know what I mean? We've not put ourselves in it. We've not centered it around something that we believe or our own experiences. It's kind of like, well, this is actually a perspective of a wider range of, you yeah. know, a demographic. Like a bigger demographic would see it this way. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, I can't personally, because I, I've, I've chosen to adopt that method with more things than, than others. And I think part of me developing and working on myself is knowing when to be objective and when to be subjective. Yeah. So, so but, even on that point, even on yeah. that point, that's wicked. But you know what? Doing that is way more tiring because we oh, have yeah. a lot of people who can't do that. So what you're then doing yeah. is you're spending a lot of time trying to reach them where they mm. are to try to help them to kind of understand certain things. Yep. So as a result, you do a lot more work, not just for yourself in terms of your thought process, 100%. but also kind of essentially like giving access to other people to to, to, to get to where you are or get closer to where you yeah. are as well. And it's very tiring, very, very tiring. But again, it's, that's, almost, that's, that's like my day job. Well, I don't even call it a job, it's my passion. It's what, yeah, I, do, yeah, it's yeah. what I do every day, so yeah. So yeah. But it's, um, it, 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 it was a very interesting watch. But one thing that I did, and I remember sending you this voice note. Now, obviously, I w it, wasn't, it wasn't so much a critique. It was more of an observation. And obviously, like I pointed out before, it was very London-based. It was very, um, and obviously, like I said, I wasn't sure whether it was to do with black people dating or black people dating other black people. Because uh, obviously, black people dating in London is a... Is, is a you could consider that being a, a, a demographic, like a topic, a topical uh, point um, to talk on, right? But then mm. black people dating other black people 
kind of narrows it down a bit more and it kind of makes that demographic even smaller. So that's when I was like, hmm, I wonder if this conversation would be the same if they stepped out into Manchester or to Liverpool or to Brum or even outside of places where there were smaller, even smaller black um, communities like Edinburgh, a Glasgow, a Newcastle, you know, a Bristol, you know, somewhere like Portsmouth when there's maybe a few black people who, because of geography and because of, of, of their environment, they're almost forced to date people outside of their culture. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, so that's something that me and Sims spoke about. And I don't know if Sims want to want to touch on that because obviously Sims has been in Edinburgh longer than I have. And obviously I came up here when I was 20, I came to uni. So I was kind of like my kind of like experience with dating in a predominantly white, in in a predominantly white uh, area is a lot. I've got a lot less years on it, but Sims obviously came here when he was, you know, when he was a teenager. So like, the whole yeah. getting to know chicks and I don't know, simply you want to take over at this point. Yeah, so one, one just just a, a step back actually, one interesting point. When I um, showed this series to someone that I know, the first question they, that they asked me, which I thought was really cool uh, and interesting was, I mean, the title, Date in Black. At that point, I hadn't seen it, bear that in mind. But they asked, okay, so is this the date in off and between black people? Mm. Or does this also include um, not black as in of black skin color, but are we mm. talking dating within quote unquote the culture? Because we're in a country that's heavily driven by black culture. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting mm. question because I was just mm. like, do you know yeah, what? That's, that's, that's a dope. Uh, that's a dope question actually. Yeah, the person yeah. who asked this, um, they're of mixed heritage. Um, funnily enough, we had a little joke about it because they were like, look. I'm in that camp that considers myself black uh, when it's beneficial to me, <laughs> but when it's detrimental was, to what's about to happen. Code switches there, the comedians. Then I'm not exactly. Yeah. So it was like, okay. So my take on this is, you know, it's, it's it's very different from yours, but it depends what we're talking about here. Because mm. I tend to date people within who have a good grasp of black culture and everything that comes with that. Mm. Okay, but yeah, I... as for dating black, as in a actual dating an actual black person um he was like well to be honest mm, looking back about one experience of that and i can speak on that and then i was just like hold on everything you've just said there has just given me so much like so many zing moments where i'm just like there's so many different people who can have so many Mm. varied bits of insight into Mm. this conversation and i just think it's so beautiful that this conversation has started on such a big platform. Like, mm. I love the fact that, that you guys have sat down there and it's not on a, you know, I'm not trying to call anyone out like with their YouTube channels or anything, but it's not on a platform that doesn't give this discussion the right amount of balance, the right amount of quality, yeah. the right mm. amount of production. So I'm just really glad to see that, that it's done it's properly. Do one of mean? them shows where it's just a bunch of niggas screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, guys, they shit. Names. Gala, Gala moving bad. It's, it's, it's like just... some ghetto Greece like, where it's like guys, yeah. then girls, then guys. Then, uh, on, just... So on that point, what was really interesting is, so again, like having done this and been around the, the director and the production team, there was there's certain calls in there for it to be like oh it'd be really great if right at the end they all come kind of come together and mm. we like we, we, we like we hash it out but again it's like no 
it wasn't meant to be that. And I love the idea that like you have you have the girls say what they got to say, then the guys kind of came back with it as well. And I think yeah, it was there was there was some stuff that was really interesting. Like don't get me wrong, even the way how the questions were made from say the director to mm. the girls first, how the guys were, but then as well, it kind of was more of a it was more of a dynamic dialogue between the guys and the and the director. Like they, mm. they were asking questions of her. The girls, it was very much like they spoke to themselves and then just yeah. kind of there. Whereas with the guys, it was like there was a lot more kind of coming back or those little bits and pieces. And again, I think what you've got to look at is like this and that. So there was so much content that could have been used. Mm. Um, and as and as a result, you kind of pick the, the little things that kind of come out and there are certain jokes that you kind of definitely want to keep in. There's some serious moments that, that you really, really want to keep in. I want to shout out to um, Samuel um, in the second episode. He makes a massive, like, kind of disclosure that anyone who hasn't seen it is probably going to just have, like, their eyes open very, very wide when they hear it. But, mm. like, yeah, it's just, it's such an important, um, such an important part of the conversation. And I just want to credit, um, I want to really credit um, Tonye, I think Sonia, but Tonye and, and, and the team because they created an environment that was so comfortable that people could really be themselves in it mm. and i feel like that's another thing that really needs to be acknowledged it wasn't just kind of like okay cool come in and you know everyone that like, puts the mask on and you know the facade and oh uh, right yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sound, sound bites it's literally like we're just gonna chill kick it and we want you to just kind of come in your most relaxed state whatever mm. you give us is going to be the best content that you could have given us on that day and we're going to run with it and actually a lot of what came out of it, you could just see like the camaraderie, just how it went, was just a natural conversation took place. I yeah. didn't feel forced at all. I don't know what some of the other conversations were like, but I, I mean, it, it, just it, how relaxed it was. Watching it, you don't get the feeling that it was scripted or that people are coming mm. with their like. There were parts where I was just like, you were not you particularly, but there was like certain mm. people talking like you were dying to say that. Like you were dying, you you came in and said at any given opportunity I'm going to drop this line and we're going to start this conversation. And I'm not mad at it, but it was some sometimes it was just like ah uh, yeah, you could tell this person had that on their chest for a while, which is cool because you know with a topic like emotions, loves, datings, and all the rest of it, there's always going to be people that have got an experience that hits home for them or it, it yeah. triggers a nerve. Do you know what I mean? But. Yeah. Going back to what you said before about like how some people suggested, oh, if we come together at the end, I loved the fact that they didn't. Yeah, 100%. I loved it because, because for, t- for two reasons. One, because I felt like if you as the, the cast knew that was going to happen, it might have altered the way that you answered the questions because, exactly. because you're thinking to yourself, whatever I say, I'm going to have to be accountable for and I'm going to have to bring it yeah. forward in a debate-like setting. Do you see what I mean? Because it's yeah. going to be a situation. Inevitably, if you brought you all into a room, you weren't all just going to sit there and agree with each other. And, you know, obviously there would have been respect and, you know, everyone would have been cordial. But it's always like, at some point, somebody's going to have to defend their point or overly explain their point. Do you see what I mean? So I was like, I'm, I like the fact that there wasn't a kind of like a boy versus girl aspect to it. Even yeah. though it was episode by episode, boy, girls, then boys, then girls and boys. But it was kind of like, after a while, you after the second or third episode, you kind of understood that the way that, the reason it's been done that way is to give a clear perspective in one episode of what women go through 
in the dating world or black women in particular in the dating world. And then the second episode is like, right, almost put to side what you've heard about the, from the women's perspective and look at what the guys are saying. Mm. Expect that. Mm. And then it was kind of like, okay, now you've got two separate interviews almost. Try and find the common, the common uh, points yeah. and the common like kind of like aspects of it. And then also analyze the differences. Yeah. And it wasn't people trying to argue their point over the other. It was kind of like, a, this is what guys think. This is what girls think. And, you know, figure it out in your own mind. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Also, it, was, it leaves also, it, it, it gives the, the, the listener. Yeah, exactly. They give them free reign to well. talk yeah, without yeah, yeah, a fear yeah. of offending or stepping on somebody else's toes or, do you know what I mean? And I think, obviously, I can imagine in the, in the editing process, there were a lot of overlaps. But watching yeah. it, there wasn't any. There may be a couple yeah. of elements that were like, oh yeah, guys go through this, girls go through this. But in terms of like experiences and all the rest of it, I think whoever... Yeah, every 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 person had a different perspective, whether it be two guys uh, re, um, giving their giving their points of view. There were two different male points of yeah. view versus yeah, yeah, you yeah. know a girls giving their points of view, and it was just like, be, you know, between the two demographics, it was like there was something mm. new every time somebody opened up their mouth. I think also <clears throat> on it as well, like so you have you had a couple of people by themselves, mm. then you had like. There were like duos for the girls. Mm. Then there were like some trios for the guys. So naturally, you kind of got a nice spread of how it works. So you got like the trios would just be like all guys. Maybe two would rib one of the guys. Maybe that. Yeah. Me and Kenny, it, there wasn't really that much ribbing. It was more a case of just nice balance between us. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously, when you're by yourself, you're just answering questions and having to kind of almost create a discussion for yourself. So mm. even that was quite nice and how it was kind of done. But um. Just a bit more information about how we got to BET, right? So yeah, when it was initially done, it was just an idea. Um, and as I said, so um, we actually like shot in August. Um, and what twenty twenty one? Yeah, okay. August twenty twenty one, and then it came out formally on BET in February twenty twenty two. Yeah, but in between that time, we had in between that time we had. Um, it was due to come out in September, or like the first week of October, actually. And they had a, a premiere screening, and they showed the second episode, not the first one. So um, the guys one, the boys one, the boys right. one, and the and, and yeah, so the guys and the girls one. Oh um, right, okay. And then just as it was meant to come out, it got pulled. It was like, oh no, got some good news. Like people are really interested in the series, and as a result, we're gonna kind of hold back. Oh right, okay. Now, yeah. Now, from what I remember, when I watched the first premiere, the episodes were about. 28, 29 minutes. Uh -huh. But then now they're 19 or 20 minutes. Now, obviously, so you guys to cut know editing, out. that's a lot to cut out, right? Yeah, like so two, three minutes is a lot. This is what I'm saying. So within that, they've then kind of created something, had a vision. Some people have kind of come in and said, we like this a lot, so you want to bring this into this bit. Mm. But then to make it in line with, like, say, TV if they want to put it out and they want to get that adverts in and stuff like that. It needs like to that. be a certain length, yeah. It needs to be a certain length. So then as a result of that, what you're finding is that it got edited down again. So the, my point to say that is there were some points where, especially the way that me and Kenny kind of speak, we very much will say something, add some layers, put the context of it, speak about other people's experience and then arrive at our points, right? Mm -hmm. So when you do all of that, that could be a couple of minutes each point. When you think about uh, an edit and a mashup, 
you probably only want that person speaking for like say 10 15 seconds yeah there were some points where it was a bit longer and there was that but how do you get all of that yeah because from an editor's yeah because we were chopped up I thought we were chopped up quite a bit, which I'm not. I'm not angry about at all, but because I know how the conversation went, yeah. and when you hear the full, when you hear the full breakdown of that conversation and how and how I remember it, it's like, yeah, if they just had us talking, there's so many points that that we would have needed to spend a bit more time, kind of explaining. Yeah, but I mean sometimes time, as well, like, like when you, I mean, I, I, me and Sim's experiences on a weekly is like sometimes you have to think to yourself, if we allow this part of the conversation. We're gonna to have to let the whole of that conversation run in order yeah. for it to make sense. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's either we add we add another 10, 15 minutes to the pod, or we cut that conversation completely. Yeah, it's one of them ones. And then you know, because if you because if me and Sip like you, I mean, me and you've been boys for years. Like you've met yeah, Sims, bro. you get the vibe and that. If uh, if we really wanted to fill five, six hours of just tree man talking, yeah, it would Easy. be effortless, yeah. light work, Easy. but. Nobody in their right mind is going to sit down and listen to free man chat for five, six hours. So you have yeah. to just condense it. You know what I mean? You have to, exactly. and I get it from the editor's point of view and from the director's point mm. of view and producers and even the production um, team like BT UK, they were like, mm. right, get all the good bits, get all the points, all the major stuff and condense it and compress it into 19, 20 minutes. And that yeah. was a big task. So I can imagine like, because when you said you filmed in August and it was supposed to come out September, October, I'm like, that's a quick-ass turnaround, boy. Yeah. But then to put it on air or to broadcast it on a bigger platform with maybe a little, a few more like guidelines or whatever, it's like, yeah, you're going to have to go back to the editing room and cut more and make it be a bit more, you know, uh, streamlined, I guess, over the yeah. eight episodes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can imagine that's why it had to be delayed because there's a lot more work that goes into it at that point. Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's, it's really interesting. And even for me, like, I wasn't really part of the production team. I was just the person who turned up for an hour on a day. Mm. But even at that point, ooh, um, even at that point, I started to think about, like, what does it look like when you go in and you see it? And again, like I said, me going from what I saw, mm. what I felt on a day to how much of it kind of played out. It makes you feel like, right, what were like, the other conversations? I would love to have been pre- privy to it all. And whenever I speak to like Yara or Sonia um, slash Tonya, they're just like, you, you don't understand. Like, the, the content that we got is, is crazy. And I would I would love to just sit down and be able to watch all of those conversations. Like the outtakes. About, like, five or six, yeah, I know it's about five or six hours. But it'd be great to have just seen how every single one of those individual conversations yeah. built to a crescendo. Because like you said, it starts at one point, takes you on a bit of a journey. By the end of it, there's kind of a, a level of kind of um, commonality around like, what it looks like and, mm. and how, how we feel about it and the maturity of it. And yeah, there's, like I said, there's so many questions about kind of therapy and um, kind of like what you've been brought up to believe. Mm. Like, yeah, some of those little kind of like maybe silly, like hearted things like catch flights, not feelings. Yeah, 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 like the cliche, like, the cliche that, little yeah, Instagram quotes. And even that, like, so that bit wasn't included, but I was like, yo, do both, like, because there ain't no better holiday than when you're black, when you're, like, when you're loved up and you're, you're, you're away somewhere, like, that's the thing. With the babes on your arm and the skin and the sun in your neck back. Oh, bruv. A young yeah, rum colada in your hand, bruv, come on. That's life, bruv. Yeah, you know, the 2-2 tan line, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like. But that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Like, lots of people just kind of, like, say the stuff and 
you would hear a lot of people saying, oh, I catch flights, not feeling. But actually, realistically, the, the idea was to catch both. Well, and it's just it's all of those little things that, like, it was really good. And I suppose, like I said, in, like, I was... I was one of the, I, I think, and no, I was the oldest on the screen. So you have to kind of conduct yourself a certain way, in it. Yeah, I hear that. There are a couple of, there are a couple you of wouldn't know bad, that, though. Bad parts. Yeah, well. You again, wouldn't have known that. Like, I think everybody kind of conducted themselves in a mature manner. So you never really, like, watching it, I didn't think anybody was, like, immature. And also, yeah. and then on top of that, on the other end, I didn't think anybody was, like, speaking from a, an, an elder generation. Or a time yeah, before, like do you know what I mean? I feel, yeah, like I feel like everyone was kind of in the same age group. Mm. Therefore, the experiences are going to overlap, which makes for a more concentrated uh, topic of conversation. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause I'm definitely saying I'm in the gen. Like I ain't trying to rub myself out like that, but nah, I nah, do think, yeah, yeah, like your like age mates with us, man. Right we know you're the old yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. You hear me? And even just li- and even just like little things that you kind of talk about in it, but no, it was good, and I think. Yeah, I just really want to like just publicly praise them privately as well, but just cool. like Sonia yeah, hundred man, it was a very good Sonia, watch, man. I've told so many people to deep it and the rest of the team, yeah. everyone else who was on there as well, like the people that I know, like um, Ade, Basayo, Christina, Fran. Like, so I know, I knew, I knew the two parents. Two, so two of the three parents of girls, I knew. Oh them. yeah. Oh right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know any of the, I didn't know any of the guys before kind of meeting them at the rap party. I just knew, I just knew my boy Kenny, um, and then there was quite a few people in the production team that I knew through, um, like I said, the character builders. The character builders. So, yeah, yeah, man, it was, it was actually like really, really just and a great experience to be part of. Yeah. So and gosh. having to see it like be done and dusted now in the reception that it's got, like they deserve, they deserve all the plaudits and more because they put in so much work. And they able to get onto this platform. And I think, yeah, I think Sins made a great point. Like, to put it on BET, it had to be to a certain standard. And remember, BET didn't have to do any work on this. They got... Oh, so they just said, right, let's just collect yeah, this. they got all the material. Yeah. And it's like, we love how you shot it. They didn't say, okay, let's bring everyone back in and reshoot it and use this. Oh, so they, they just used, basically they just loved what they, the product. Everything that was seen and all they had to do was market it. Sick. Nice, so, nice. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Ash, I was just going to uh, reflect on... Well, what, one thing you said earlier, you know, about the way it's being received, uh, mm. and I thought that was a good point. Uh, I actually went on and just had a look at some of the comments, see what, what people are saying. Now, one thing I tend to do with anything that I put out to the world is I just assume people of my age are taking it in, you know, and watching it. But mm. one thing that, that stood out to me is a few of the comments on, so f- take, for example, um, on uh the second episode uh yeah. one of the top comments is saying i'm loving listening to young black men speaking openly being willing to be truthful and vulnerable um it's inspiring it's amazing to see i'm here to see what my daughters and nieces are dealing with so just mm. just there i was just like do you know what that person must be in their 50s 60s yeah and deep i was in, just like no nah, real talk like deep in something on youtube yeah yeah that's so interesting. The the kind of the the many ears that these things are you know are landing on, that's a beautiful thing in itself because mm. one thing that I'm aware of is, I think, uh, certain cultures you know uh, you know certain in certain households people don't have conversations about the kind of stuff 
that you're talking about, mm. you know, on this, mm. you know, between mm. parents and their kids, they don't speak about it because it's too close to the, 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 the S word and all those mm. kind of things. It's too close to those yeah. kind of topics. So they stay clear of it. But at the end of the day, for people to really understand what they're, just like that lady says, oh, what, what your daughters are going through, what your nieces are dealing with. Like, this is perfect for that. And I'm just like, do you know what? It's only when I see someone say it like that, it the resonates. way this lady said, that I'm just like, that's exactly right. I never thought about that. Yeah. I just thought about other young people watching this and being like, oh. Yeah, like age oh, mates and maybe uh, a few like younger lot, like the, yeah. the older teens and the early 20 year Weighing it against their own experience yeah. as opposed to someone who's away from it. Been through it even. Yeah, been yeah. through the trenches and just being like, this is the value for my daughter, my niece. So. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point actually. Yeah. Like what other yeah. other demographics, how they're deep in it. Like, but, I think I think I, th I think what's great about that is, like you said, it's, it's it's it is educational, but it doesn't say you have to believe in what people are saying. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like it's done in such a way where they're saying, okay, cool, these are people's stories. This is what they've kind of been through. This is what they're saying. Like it's it's there to enlighten. It's to mm. give, it's to, it's to, it's to almost shine a light into elements of what the culture and what the scene looks like from people who are living the scene quite dynamic in the scene. But then, like you said, it <laughs> people are, people that are out here, about <laughs> 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 yeah. out here, boy. We in the but streets. Seen <laughs> streets. <laughs> she belong to the streets. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's the same. But being dynamic is also the marriages that's there, the, mm. the parenting that's there as well. Mm. That it's not just. It's not just being at the club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outside, outside. Yeah, all in the DMs. <laughs> fucking, yeah, what's your Snapchat? That. None of that. But I think it is. I think, like you said, the comments were really interesting because I didn't actually check any of the comments until the third episode that I was in. I didn't even look at the comments. There was so someone like, sent some yeah. initial comments to me. And I was a bit like, you know what it is. And then um, in the second episode, I didn't really look into the comments. But then whenever I've gone into the comments, there has been some... What, what, what I also like about the comments as well is, like, not that p people have favourites, but you can kind of see that depending on their style and their circumstance, their experience, they'll naturally feel... They'll naturally hear stuff easier from different people. So there were a couple of points that I made. One was about, like, for instance, learning styles. So I spoke about, like, understanding your, your partner's learning style uh -huh. will, will, will have a huge impact on how you guys communicate, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Mm. So they're talking about, like, you know those and read more text? Like, like right, kind yeah, of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Girls, the girls are yeah. wicked for that once more time still. No, but this is the thing, though. Like, it's weird because are they really? Because if I'm a visual learner, that works for me. Because I can then go through it, I can step away, I can read it at my own pace, I can come back to you and be like, okay, cool, I, I see your points. Whereas if you said all of that to me and I'm a visual learner, I won't actually take any of that in. Yeah. I'll take in very little points. I'll only like probably take in a small part of it and then be listening to respond, not to understand. Well, so, yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's the difference with it. So like understanding just those little kind of things like love languages, I... I get it, I like the premise of it, but I think for me, love languages are way too fluid to just be saying you only do one thing to kind of like get success. Yeah. But I think, but I I think once you understand how people take information in, 
then you you do it and you always speak about it bro and i love the point that you make comprehension is way more important than communication all right then <laughs> like, all right 100%. then and again that's why i think it does boil, boil down to learning styles because so if you understand someone's learning style you will be able to to tailor your communication mm. to give them the best chance to be able to to comprehend what you're saying yeah I think that's something that everyone is constantly trying to learn because like, even if you think you understand somebody and you got their, you know, you understand how they learn, they could have had a, a different day today that's just thrown them out of sync. Now you got to adapt. And I think it's always, it's, it's always really reassuring. And it's obviously just moving away from the whole dating thing. But you see when you speak to people that have kids, and the kids are like maybe like five, six. So they've been through the they've been through the newborn stage. They've been through the terrible two stage. They've and they're entering the stage where their kids are starting to learn, and their kids are starting to have effectively tiring days. Up until you get to five, you don't really do much that tires you out. You 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 yeah. enjoy you you're living life. But now you've got to get up early in the morning. You've got to get yourself sorted. You've got to get to school. You've got to interact all day every day until you get collected. And by the time you get this youth home, you're exhausted. So what? Like telling your six-year-old, "All right, it's time to brush your teeth and go to bed." Before before they went to school, it was almost like a task that they were waiting for. They were like excited to do it. Now they're tired, and their brain ain't ain't comprehending what you're telling them the same way. So it's always very interesting to listen to um, parents, um, whether they've got one child or two or three, talk about how you know learning styles and understand it. And it's, and it's equally funny that you notice with children, people are very accepting of what they can't, what they can and can't do, what their competencies are. But that kind of just doesn't exist when they look at their partner. It's like, you're supposed yeah, to know this stuff. And I, I won't yeah, lie, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it sometimes, right? But the truth is you have to, it's one of those things you have to constantly be on top of. You have to be like, right, what is this, what state of mind am I in? How am I going to portray this information? And what state of mind are they in? How are they going to receive it? And are we going to be able to communicate effectively to the point of comprehension? And that, I think that was a never end. That's going to be it. That's always, it's a constant live stream of analysis. You're never going to have to, you're never going to not need to be aware of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to always live in that moment of constantly assessing shit. And it is exhausting. Yeah. I get why some people stay single. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, 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 about, it's about what you want to achieve out of, you know, if you want to be in a relationship, this is what you're going to have to kind of work towards. It's going to be a constant, it's, it's, it's a full-time job, isn't it, really? Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, nice but yeah so going back to the dating, the dating black, has there been any talk about a further episodes or a spin-off or a sequel or you're, taking it around the UK? The, you're looking for the scoop of all scoops. Yeah, man. <laughs> Because so, you know, because when I said to you, I was like, one thing I definitely noticed straight away, which because I presumed it was going to be this way, is yeah. it's going to be very London focused. And like yeah. I said in the beginning, London is its own country within the yeah. UK. There is nowhere yeah, else in the UK that's like London. You could say parts of Manchester are like, you know, similar to parts of London. But you take, you go further north of like, Leeds and start touching Man um, Newcastle and, and Edinburgh and you know everywhere in Scotland. You even go west and go to like Cardiff. You go to like flipping Liverpool, Belfast. Even that's technically still the UK. The black mm. dating experience 
whether it be dating within black the black culture or dating interracially, is mad different. So I would like, and the way that she, um, Tonya, what's her name? Sorry, yeah, Tonya. Tonya, Tonya. The way she um, directed that, I feel like the same blueprint. It would be very, very like it would be a very good watch to take it outside of London with the same kind of like structure and and just watch what happens in different parts. Almost just to be like raw. It's mad different in Edinburgh. It's mad different in Newcastle. Like these people are. Some of the things they're saying are similar, but there's a lot of stuff that we yeah. like. People from London and like or heavily uh, populated like black populated areas would probably would never even think about as yeah, an obstacle think, or as a triumph. Like they would be like raw. I never even thought that would be a, a thing. Yeah, I think. Listen, I don't know. I don't know too much. I'm not gonna say too much. Tell now. her to tell her to email, man. Like tell her bring <laughs> it up north, man. <laughs> Come on, fly up here. I got, I got, I got the cast ready. Bro, if you pulled up in Edinburgh, then I'm sure, I'm sure you'd be involved in it in some way. Yeah, hundreds. I know, I know what you're like. But yeah, I'm, but yeah. No, I think, I think the the future, the future of, of the the future of the show is 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 huge. It's got great potential. Like I said, it's a different way of kind of doing it. We've seen like some real quality that's gone in beforehand, and like we said, this was just their idea and how they've done it beforehand. Mm. If you've got someone like BET UK behind you. And they start kind of covering certain production costs and they want to, to kind of do certain things all of a sudden like your your idea which kind of she funded herself and there's now obviously getting paid back from it then becomes a huge mm. like a huge a huge a huge aspect of it so yeah I, I know they i know they definitely have some positive discussions i can't say anything yet because i don't mm. know anything and that's, and that's me being like Truthful, you know me. I, 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 I tell you if, if, it, if there was more mm, on, nice. on air, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I was gonna say, don't, don't, don't tell me something that's not supposed to be known to the public <laughs> or, or why we're recorded. Like, yeah, George Bush don't like black people. <laughs> 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 on my Kanye, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I um, I very much don't know too much. I will be speaking to um Kanye soon. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just, it was just dope, man. It was just dope. Hey, who were your, who were your favorite characters in it? Like, not to give too much away. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the names. Um, but there was a one girl from Birmingham. I really liked the way that Shiny. she. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, like, I really liked the way that she came across because she was just basically like, "This is who I am." Like, it's. Like if I'm if I'm building a backstory off of what information she gave um, the mm. viewers, it seemed like she had like been in a situation where she wasn't sure of who she was mm. or you know whether we, whether it be in the dating world or just as a as a person, and mm. it felt like she had come off the back of that and she was now in a revelationary in a is that what revelationary stage, like post revolution. Yeah. Yeah where she was like comfortable with who she was and she was enjoying herself. She was enjoying yeah. being who she was. And that was kind of where her dating experience, the or, or what she portrayed uh, her dating experience was coming off from that point of view of like, like yeah. I like who I am. So as a result, my dating life has gotten better. And it just seemed, yeah. it just seemed like she was giving off that, but I really liked her approach. As for the guys, I'm not gonna lie to you, because obviously you're my guy. I was kind of by. I was just waiting for you to chat. Obviously, I listened to Nighty's Baby podcast, so when they stepped on, I was like, okay, I, I kind of already know what to expect from them, man, because you know I listen to them regular. Um, and then who else was there? 
there was another Don. He was solo, and I think I think he was the one in the that kitchen. was in the kitchen. Yeah, and I think he was like, yeah, Samuel, he's good. He's um, good. like he was like point blank. Yeah, I love love. Like I'm in love. Like, like he was. Yeah, one, nice. he, was he the one? Was it? it was one brother. He was just like, yeah. He was just completely open about. It. He was just like, yeah, I love being in relationships. Like I enjoy it. I was yeah, like, do you know I'm what? Man, them don't speak like that too often. <laughs> you know what I mean? Couldn't be me, but man, them don't speak. Like that. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hella he- he- secret stuff, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just because. Uh, like, yeah, just being really like, yeah. like, like pent up about it. And just be like, yeah, man, loves you, innit? Yeah, exactly. That, like, that's the thing that stood out to me as well, though, is is when when asked the majority of guys when asked if they were in a relationship. It was this kind of coy response of don't quite know. It wasn't no one. Well, I think one person went with an out and out. Yes, 100% amazing. Yeah. And then like some other dudes were kind of like. Ugh. And then even, they said, yeah. Even like <laughs> with the 90s baby stars, like, like I listened to the show. So I know that they're in relationships. Uh-huh. One of them said it. <laughs> but the thing is again again going back to what Ashley said about the editing we don't know what was cut out exactly maybe one yeah. of them had a full on 10 minute display of oh I love my missus and when she does this it pisses me off but I love it that, you know and because it's not like relevant to the topic at the at that time or what they're trying there's yeah. things that forget cut out in it doesn't make it yeah, yeah so it just yeah. doesn't make the final cut like, so just to, again to give you to give you guys a little bit more like context that was like the first question off the bat I and can imagine. It was, it was, and, and it wasn't like, okay, we're gonna lead in with this. It was like, oh yeah, we're recording. We're just gonna like rock with it a bit, like what you guys do. Just turn the mic on. Yeah, and just start. Comes, comes. But here's the thing. Like, like mm. part of me is like, for a discussion of this nature, dating, black, or even just dating, like forget the black part. Is it important? to know whether the person talking is in a relationship. Like, does it, and this is a genuine question, does it... Oh, does it add, like, more kudos to what does, you say? Yeah, because if, 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 if somebody's been in a relationship for seven-odd years or whatever, mm. is talking about dating, it's kind of like, well, you could look at it at one place and be like, you've dated successfully, or you could be like, you are, you're kind of a bit removed from the dating world. Mm. But then mm. if somebody's single, you could be like, yeah, you're dating, but you're not doing it successfully. Or you're dating, so you've got more understanding of what it's like to be on in the trenches, so to speak. You know, you're in, you're, you're knee deep. So it's like, is it important to even know whether the person talking, what their current status is? So that's a, that's a very good point, but then, because it depends on what you define as success. Because in, in the current world right now, some people will say that, oh, actually, like, casually dating, enjoying myself, like, being free, mm. like, reclaiming, like myself or, or or a certain experience could be seen as success for them some people be like oh mm. it's only when i'm married and stuff like that but then we've seen in certain marriages that <laughs> success is success is never a it's never a destination it's That's actually a, yeah. like a, a, it's a big part of the process so yeah. Yeah. being in love and being happy to me is success as opposed to saying mm. okay like i'm single or i'm not single or i'm this and that like that's a label actually yeah. success is to be happy in whatever circumstance that, that you're really in once you've got that you're successful regardless of whether you've got like a title attached to it or not and i think that's the that's a great point of thinking about it as well because even with that kind of aspect to it 
it is all around kind of like again the co- the, the the conventions that we're meant to f- we're meant to follow. Mm. But then, like the point you made earlier on is, if for instance you had like say I don't know like um, a lesbian couple or a gay couple or stuff like that, and they didn't yeah. want to go down certain things, like their success would be slightly different to what we define to be success. Like there's not there one route to success anymore. And again, this is me doing the whole like general viewpoint. I genuinely do believe that like success doesn't have to be just one way and look a, and look like that for everyone else. Yeah, hundred percent. Kind of work out what your own success is. But yeah, this is and this is why like I'm very interested to see if uh, if mm. this dating black will venture outside of not only its current geography but also like the the cis demographic. So looking mm. at like uh, lesbian couples, gay couples. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause mm. you can be black and gay. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm like, is this going to move towards that as well? Is it going to cover mm. that aspect? Because like you just pointed out, there's very different dynamics involved in the gay mm. community, in the lesbian mm. community. Like, even when you look at like, I can imagine, obviously, when we were younger, if 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 you had like gay friends or whatever, their dating experience would have been very different because they would have had to do probably, yeah. and I'm just generalising here, but probably a lot more secret link-ups. Like, they're saying to their parents, I'm going out here, this and the other. But you're like, at a certain age, me and you could just raggle, tell our mums, yeah, I've got a girlfriend or I'm going to link this girl or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But to go and say to, like, not necessarily our parents, but like for a black kid to go to say to their black parent, oh, actually, I'm going to link this guy. We're going on a date. As a guy, you're going to link another mm-hmm. guy. We're going on a date. Like in the black community, yeah. that wow. for a lot of families, that's a very, wow. very big that's a very big wall especially if they're like traditional or if they're religious to any um degree like it's like a that's another that's another obstacle that you have to face when dating black now imagine you date somebody who's like if you're if you're gay and you know you're kind of closet gay and the other person is out and out gay now that person might not understand why you ain't just out and out gay Mm. you see what i mean now you gotta fight with that person be like look you don't understand my... Fa- Do you know what I mean? It's one of them ones. Yeah. And I think, again, like, not so much now, but, like, when you look at dating outside of your own race, there's a lot of hesitance to kind of, like, let that be known to your black community that you're dating outside yeah. of your race because there's a lot of negative connotations that come with it, which is why yeah. I'm interested to see what would what the conversation would be like if you took it north of the border, yeah. where yeah, yeah. more black people date outside of their own race kind of thing. So yeah, no, there's a lot there's a there's a lot of potential like you said for Tonye or even whoever to take this kind of blueprint or take this idea, take this topic and take it around just in the UK mm. like alone. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. tell her to holler at man, isn't it? If she's got any ideas, yeah, tell her, listen, no, my okay. guy up in Edinburgh will pattern your thing like we'll sort you out. We'll get all your casting, we'll find you venues. Come on, logistics man. Tonye, tweet yeah, me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously though like i just want to say like another massive shout out to the team um tonya mm. um Sonia, yara um shout out to kenny who sat down with me as well yeah. he's been like super like quiet about it just like yeah bro let's just let's just let's just get this done and get this over dog. oh is he one um, of the shy guy yeah and even and even for me i'm a bit like well yeah like like i said i'm used to it more in a sense that like I've done the podcast. Obviously, I've got a background in media. Um, having that like, written for the voice way back in the day. Oh, I was younger. Yeah. Man, like journal. Yeah, do you remember? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was 
That's my MSN name, man. Jano85. But yeah, like, so it's just different. But nah, it was it, it was it was pretty dope to be a part of. And yeah, but someone said to me, "Would you do it again?" I said, "I don't think I'd do the same conversation again, mm. but I'd be very interested to be around more conversations like some of the wider sort of that kind of came from it." So yeah. Like we said, we spoke about kind of like therapy. We spoke about like perception. Mm. Yeah, would I sit down and sit like answer the same questions? Definitely not. But if the conversation moved to a different realm, then one hundred percent, I'd be interested in in talking and, and having that. Because even I think like this discussion that we've had here mm. about it is different. Because you guys, you guys do production in it. So when we spoke mm. about like the editing process and stuff like that, we've we've we actually spoken not just about. Um, the content which is what normally people kind of think about it's how do you even get to the that process and yeah 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 100%. The, process, the process means so much process means so yeah, much. 100% man all right cool well listen ash man i'm gonna let you get back to your football and that probably taking up the whole of the game what game are you watching here no 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 um arsenal liverpool i'm bro uh, i'm i'm chilling man's dead there so like get me i was gonna bring my ipod just in case you tried to draw, draw me in for the five for five <laughs> <laughs> That's ready for round two, you know. Nah, don't worry. Put that in the diary. When you're the five for five, are better when you're in person. You have to. You have because you need to gauge everyone's reactions. It's it's like it's a small rave in the crib. You get me? And I'm, you know, I'm not going first next time, in it because every single time you go first, it's like someone can just slap back. Yeah, it's a reaction game. Like today, we've already recorded today's one. Um, okay. Actually, yeah, we can talk about it. It's, um, what's it? Songs from 2000s, right? Yeah. And um, Sims Ooh. went first, but like, I just kind of was like, right, what have I got from 2000? I looked at my crates and that, and I ain't gonna lie, man. Just Sims, the, only the year 2000. Only the year 2000. And Sims spun me on a couple of rounds where I was like, do you know what? Man, I have to give it to you. Man, I have to give it all. You give all of the flowers. He spun me this one. He spun me this one. Hold on, when did the Marshall Mathers LP come out? It did, well, there you go. Mm. That No, the Marshall Mathers LP came out 01. Nah, maybe it did come out 2000, actually. That's the first thing I went, I went to, Marshall Mathers yeah. LP. He, he dropped me, he dropped a couple, he dropped uh, Forgot About Dre. <sighs> yeah, I heard oh, the first. Isn't that, isn't oh, that, very that good, yeah. That I, was, that I was heard 2000, the... Marshall Mathers LP. Was yeah, 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 because 2001 was D12. Uh, was the detail of the Devil's Night album, and obviously that was after the Marshall Mathers Slim Shady LP was '99, I believe. Eight, yeah, or, no, not, end of '98. End of '98. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, end of '98. I remember when that came out, but I banged out in year. Yeah, I was year seven. Bro, yeah, me and you on that ta- on that tape recorder you had, where when it stopped rewinding, the bottle would pl- pop off. <laughs> yeah, piggy in your forehead. Oh the tape God. done. Tape's done. But yeah, man, that was back there. Yeah, so like the five for five has to be done in person. But yeah, we're gonna definitely, yeah, you have to come feature up here again, bro. Yeah, you, you'll uh, see summer me. goes in Edinburgh. You'll yeah, see I will me. see you. I will see you this summer. Hundred. Yeah, you know you will. Yeah. All right, my I'll G. Uh, right, love and guidance every time. Bless. Yeah, man. I shout out to Nate as well, man. Of course. Hey, that's, my, <laughs> that's, my, hey, that's my guy. I need know? to lick that brother real quick, boy. Yeah, Nate is my guy, man. I'll see. <laughs> Yo, no, definitely. I want to shout Lou. You might even try to come yeah, up. Yeah, 100%, um, so, man. Yeah, we'll do that. But yeah, you guys rest up. Have a good one. Bless, man. Yeah, this is real, man. Bless. Take it, bro. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, man like Ash, man. He featured on this pod uh, before. 
That's a friend of mine from what day? We're talking primary school days, man. So oh. I know this guy. When I say, when you say, you, when, when man say no, man. Yeah. I know a man. <laughs> so when he told me he was doing this, I was like, okay, I know you yeah. dating black in London. What am I in for? What stories are going to hear? He said, no, 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 no. Like you just said, he came with a more objective, more holistic point of view from a, from a kind of like, yeah, these are the experiences that I've witnessed or been a part of. I won't, you know, I'm not going to say which is which, but just know that these things have happened. Exactly. Let's chat about that. But um, the like objective the, kind of brew. I like the approach where it's like, it didn't, the whole thing doesn't take itself too seriously. Even Ash, like what, episode two, he goes into telling the story about his upset stomach. Yeah. Like experience. And I was just like, do you know what? Yeah. Everyone's had an upset stomach. Banter and just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not know, yeah. take it too serious and now try to speak for everything and everyone and no. Yeah. And sometimes tell you a funny story. I think sometimes with these worst experience, these particular shows, especially when we're talking about like dating and like the romantic side of being, you know, an adult yeah. is, is either trauma or triumph. Like yeah. people are either yeah. going to tell you the absolute shit that people have put them through and really let rip on certain individuals yeah. or they're going to tell you how something was really, really great and a grand gesture that somebody made and something that made them feel like they were a million dollars and on top of the world and all the rest of it. But I feel like although the dating Black um, did both, mm -hmm. they didn't lean on those two extremes. Mm -hmm. In fact, what they did do is focus more on the individuals kind of like i don't know steady like yeah. that that middle ground of like yeah this is what happens that's what happens you know you know more often the, the more common aspects of being in dating world or being in a relationship you know what i mean yeah. things that people go through on a regular basis yeah do you know what i mean not every week are you like all these girls are oh, flew me out to Dubai for, flew me out to Paris for, that, that, that happened once in your life and you're here making it the cornerstone of your personality yeah. or your dating standards are based on, like dating standards are now based on that yeah. when it's happened to you once. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not your lifestyle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A man them that will do, say certain things about girls and it's like, bro, that happened to you once, get over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man them get their heart broken at 16 and cheat girl at dog for the rest of their life. Big man. <laughs> move progress come on yeah. like you can't move be holding on, on to the away. trauma you can't use that trauma as an excuse to be a dick yeah do you know what i mean like move forward yeah, but yeah. so just in reflection of like his uh his funny story from there where it was just like worst uh experience from dating uh. hands down worst experience what's what's been your hands down worst experience a thing that has happened where you've been like yeah that that one that great <laughs> so thing is I don't, I've never dated like that. All right. Okay. I've had more, like, what's the word? Like, so dating girls that I'm not in a relationship with. Oh, okay. I, probably less, I can count on less on my, on my two hands. Oh, how many right, times okay. I've done that. Yeah. And even, because you see me, and I think I've said this before, right? I like to get to know a person yeah. to the point where I can consider them a friend. Oh, okay. Like, if I've ever tried, like, in terms of dating, yeah. in terms of actually dating somebody, I've never taken anyone on a date or I've never asked anyone on a date or I've never accepted being um, asked on a date from somebody who I can't banter with, yeah. who I don't share, like, small, small experiences with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, or even, like, a mutual friend. Yeah. 
everyone that I've dated or everyone that I've gone out with, I've had some mutual friends with them or I've known them long enough to be like, yeah, you're cool. Like, I know, I, I'll trust who you are as a person kind of thing. Yeah. Some people I know, they'll meet a man or they'll meet a girl on a night out and, you know, this is a Saturday. Wednesday, they're taking them on a date. Mm. And it's just like, how much have you spoken to this person in the past five days? Some people use dates as the time to get to know somebody. Uh-huh. Like you ask them, so what do you date for? Oh, you know, get to know them. Yeah. You know you've got a phone, right? You know you can text this person or have phone calls with them or chat to them or ask them about their day. You know, ask them questions. You yeah. can do this bef- without leaving. You can do this on the toilet. Mm. You can be sat on your hide yeah. just chatting away. Obviously, don't tell them you're on a shit up because yeah. that's, that's a buzzkill and a half. Yeah. You save that for when you're married. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like when you're already, when you've already got them locked down. Yeah. What are you up to, babe? You just kind of interrupted me. I was playing games on my phone while I was taking a dump. So is this important? Yeah, some things must remain sacred. Never. Is a, nah, I'm Even that, in marriage, nah. I'm that guy. I'm no, that hey, guy. Nobody, I'll tell you, uh, what are you uh, doing? You really want to know? Nah. Flush toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the kind of that's the vibe I'm on, right? But no, like some people will use dating. Mm. Like the actual effort of going out of their house, yeah. spending money, spending time, you know, to find out what somebody's like, find out whether they like them enough to yeah. go on a second date. Mm. And then the process repeats itself. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. Throw them a meme or two. See how they react. <laughs> see what I mean? See, see, see that's dangerous. Test the waters. That's dangerous. But you know, would you? Right. Someone can fake being banterous and that's bad. Okay. If you get a false impression that someone's banterous just because they can react to one, two memes. No, 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 no. The person who meet them in person. The person who reacts to the meme. The person who reacts to the meme. That's that. If I send a meme, right, and that's my intention, your reaction will only tell me whether or not you accept it or not. It doesn't tell me how funny you are. Right. It tells you how funny you think I am. Yeah. Or how funny you think, that if we share the same sense of humour. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you are good at that sense of humour. Mm. It means that, yeah, we can laugh at stuff, but we can laugh at a comedian. Yeah. It doesn't mean I am a comedian. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. I want to know if me and you are on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know, if we can banter. If I make a joke, are you going to look at me sideways or are you going to just laugh and see it as a joke? Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you yeah. going to start pulling me up on some political correctness thing? <laughs> because I... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's how I do yeah, and then that's that's kind of my approach. Or I'll make a comment on something, or like I'll leave a comment like that isn't not one not I'm not leaving heart eye emojis on the pictures. Yeah, I've never done that. Fucking eggplant emojis. That's not that's for when you know the person. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of intrusive. Mm, yeah. I'm more likely you put up a a bummer selfie. Yeah. I'm more likely to be like. You could have cleaned the floor a little bit before you yeah. took this photo. You know there was there. And you know what's funny? Yeah. If you don't like that, yeah. then I'm not the one for you. Yeah. Cause really. that level, that 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 tone, that tone don't never change. That's yeah. constant tone. Like I will always banter you on that level. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Out of respect, yeah. It's never malicious. Yeah. But you will catch a ribbon. Yeah. More often than not. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that's kind of like, and for me, that's my break. That's my entry point. Yeah. Because if you can handle, because there's no point. I've never understood about people coming in meek mm. and coming in small, small and coming in again, nice. There's no effect there. I want to, yeah. I want to see if, how you affect me. Yeah. I want to see how you affect me and how I affect you. Mm. Then we can decide whether we're good or we're toxic. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? If it's a goal or if it's a... Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because some people like to weasel their way in on some Mr. Nice Guy shit. Yeah. Get Wait what they need. The wings. Get what they need. Make the girl fall in love. Make the girl think that, oh, yeah, he's a really... He's a gentleman, da, da, da. These times, he's doing it just for cheeks. Yeah. He's lied and swindled his way into your into your emotions. Yeah. Now you're giving up the, the, the poon. Mm. And now he's ghosting or he's treating you differently now. Yeah. Me? I'm a clown from day one. I'm making jokes. I'm doing a banter. <laughs> I'll even be openly flirty with you if that's my intentions. How you react to that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then down the line, you can be like, this is how you met me. Yeah. I've not changed. Yeah. So consistency. Exactly. Enter with a bang, leave with a bang. Yeah. Bang, bang. And bang in between. And bang in between. Yeah. But what's, bang, bang. what's, so I haven't really answered the question. The question is, I haven't really been on enough dates to have a bad one. Okay. Um, I did play a prank on a girl once, though. Okay. So uh, we went to... Uh, this was a friend of a friend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she approached me at a nightclub. She, um, and I was introduced to her. Funny thing is, I was outside this, in the smoking area. Not smoking, just catching some air. And she came out. And she just started speaking to me as if I'd known her for, known her for ages. Yeah. So she knew who I was. And obviously, in hindsight, she had already made a decision that she fancied me or whatever. So she knew who I was, and she was like, just came out and spoke, spoke to me. And obviously, she had a bit to drink, so she, I guess, she was a bit more confident about yeah. it. And as soon as I had that, as soon as she gave me that kind of attention, I was like, oh, you're just here for a chat. Yeah. You're just here to be pleasant and be sociable. Like we're in the right setting. This yeah. is a nightclub smoking area. Yeah. Cool. I'm alright with this. So now. We're chatting, chatting, chatting. Nothing, not anything serious, but she didn't let on that she knew who I was. Oh, okay. Her friend came out and her friend was like, oh, how do you know each other? Because uh, we were like chatting and you can see from like the distance, we were, we were bantering or whatever. And she's like, oh, how do you know each other? I was like, actually, I'm really sorry. What's your name? I hadn't even, she hadn't even told me her name yet. Oh, right. She was like, X, Y, and Z, whatever. And then she was like, and then she's like, oh yeah, I've known Aline from such and such. And yeah, I've known her from such a... I was like, oh, cool, small world or whatever. You know how that was there. Anyway, that was cool. And that was the first interaction I had with this particular girl. Anyway, a um, couple of days later, I get a follow, whatever. I put something up on my story. She comments. Again, completely just plutonic banter. Nothing flirty, nothing like, oh, you know, do you fancy going... Nothing like that. Anyway months this happened and we just we bump into each other on nights out nothing romantic ever happened it was just bantering it was just like oh how you doing da, da, da. i give her a bit of a cheeky ribbon she'd respond or whatever i was like all right cool you're cool people you're yeah. my kind of people you know what yeah. i mean you don't take yourself too seriously but you also are not a prick yeah do you know what i mean yeah. you're also not a dickhead about it yeah so anyway long story short i must have just said to her look um she didn't live in edinburgh at this point mm -hmm. she'd come back and i was like and she had told me in a previous conversation that she was coming back on a particular weekend. I said, ah, oh, what are you doing on such and such a date? Do you want to go for a quick bite to eat or whatever? Yeah. She's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Da, da, da. And then she dropped it. She was like, are you asking me out on a date? She, she had already agreed to this. Oh, okay. Anyway, a few minutes later, she'd be like, are you asking me out on a date? And I was like, I don't date. But if you want to tell your friends that, you're, that I'm going to take you out for a date, then go ahead. Yeah. So I was kind of being nonchalant about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, Oh shit! I'm going on a date. <laughs> oh, damn, it's a date. Yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, nah, I'm just going for dinner with my brethren. That I 
kind of fancy now. But, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's obvious that she fancies me. And if the beat was on the table, man wouldn't turn it down. Uh, so basically, uh, yeah. So it was one of them situations where I was like, I'm not going on this date expecting anything yeah. other than the inter other than the banter that we've been having so far. Yeah. And that for me was like that's how I want to enter these situations mm. with no preconceived notion other than what's already been expected over the past few months. Yeah. I'm not expecting anything more anyway. So we've gone, we've gone to the, gone to the restaurant or whatever, chatting, chilling, you know, starters drink and all the rest of it. She's getting more and more chatty as the night goes on. And I'm like, okay, this is the drink or whatever. Yeah. Vibe is good. So I said, Oh, um, getting to the end of it now. And I said, Oh, um, should we go up the road for, there's a bar down the road, should we just go in there and just, just like a change of scenery or whatever? She's like, yeah, that's fine. I was yeah. like, are you up early in the morning? Are you up? And as soon as I said it, I was like, that sounds like I'm <laughs> trying to find out what she's doing tonight. But I was, I was more in the, more in the mindset of like, like, are you trying to get away? Like, yeah, if you're if you're a bit if you're a bit rough in the morning and you want to lay in, is it gonna affect your schedule? Yeah. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, I've not got anything planned for tomorrow, so let's let's yeah. roll. We're finishing up drinks or whatever, finishing dessert, and she said, "Oh, I'm just going to the toilet." Yeah. So as she's moving up the going up the stairs, and the toilet's yeah. like one of the, it's one of the restaurants where the toilet's like on the other end of the building. Yeah. So as she's gone up the stairs, I've called the waiter and I've been like, "Oh, can you bring the bill for me?" Yeah. So I've paid the bill. Mm -hmm. So as she's come down the stairs, the stairs are by the front door. Yeah. So I've got my coat on as she's coming down the stairs. I've grabbed her coat. Yeah. Fast paced it to the door where she is now. Yeah. Like kind of linked her arm, opened the door and just been like, run. <laughs> <laughs> run. And I've come out the door in front of her. Yeah. And then she's kind of like in the doorway, kind of like looking back, looking at me, looking uh... up the street. And I'll be like, come on, just... We have to go now. So she's like, she's like, down the stairs, what's going on? I was like, we're running out on the bill. So I start kind of fast pacing it up the street. I turn back, this girl's running up the street after me. And then I stopped, I was like, I'm lying. I'm not, yeah. I paid the bill, don't worry about it. And she's like, oh my God, I've never done that before. And then she, and then, why, and then, why did you automatically get in running mode though? Huh? <laughs> That's my question. You know, usually some people would have been like, hey, deer in headlights, and they would have not have moved. No, she, once she realized, what? once, I think once it was like, because I had started yeah. like fast pacing up the street. While oh, she okay. was still doing computing in oh, her head. Okay. She was still and, once, and once she's seen me yards away, she's been like, this motherfucker actually ran out on the bill. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to run out. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So yeah. she darted it up after on, on the street after me. So now I've been like, I just had to stop her when we got to the end of the road. I was like, don't I have actually paid for it. It's like, no, you haven't. Da, da, da. I was like, I'll show the receipt. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. Da, da, da. I was like, yeah. But yeah. it was just, and it wasn't nothing to do with me paying for the bill. It was more the fact that I, there was a banterous, yeah. shocking, yeah. humorous, a story moment. Some hijinks. Some you know hijinks, I mean? yeah. Like some, hijinks. You know what I mean? And do you like know what Any it is? good film has got, you know, the times it's like, ooh. And I've noticed something about people's interactions, right? Yeah. You can fancy somebody all you want. You can be the most eligible bachelor or the elig most eligible bachelorette. You can look good, smell good, make good money. You can do all of that, right? Yeah. But if your banter is on ground zero, yeah. nine 
post 9-11. If your banter is on 9-12, it's long for you. It's long for you. No amount of dupe. Brother, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The shape up ain't gonna mean nothing. Of you can't just look at her Sovich. all day. You can't. What are you gonna do? Pose in front of the babes all day, hoping Dior that Sovich. she's. Nah, it's, it's it's one of them ones. So you gotta be on point with your banter, man. And you just gotta. And this goes back to what us, what we've spoken about before. Like the dating world, like people put too much pressure on dating and not enough emphasis on actually getting to know somebody. Yeah. They think dating is the process in which you go through to date to, to get to know somebody. I'm just like, I've not dated that much, but I feel like I've got a very firm grasp of everybody that I've shared my time with. Yeah. A significant yeah. amount of time with because I make the effort to get to know somebody. I'm not so desperate to be in a relationship or desperate to go on dates that I would just invite a, effectively a stranger out. Yeah. You see what I mean? But yeah. yeah. What about you? What's your what what, what what's your dating story? Worst, good worst. or bad? Worst one. Uh, worst one. Yeah, bad. Uh, really young, still at school. Uh, didn't know exactly what was what and what I was doing. Very skewed view on what dating was. I'd seen a lot of Hollywood films, uh, and I went and bought some uh, petrol station flowers uh, for a babes. Oh, you did all of that. Yeah. How old are you? Man. I must have been 15 or something. <laughs> okay. I, I, I pulled up with uh, all these frowsy ass flowers. And you know when someone says in urban speak, it's not that. <laughs> it was not that on ah, that occasion. Shit. And it was just a link, so to speak. But here I am turning up with flowers and thinking I'm flipping uh, Casanova. Hugh Grant well. in Germany. So yeah, that was in hindsight, secondhand embarrassment because I was just like, what were you really think? But I knew no better. I just thought, hey, this is what you do. Forget the fact that you're 50 years old. Uh, there's no there's no rule book to this game, bro. Yeah, and I was just like, all right, cool. But obviously, as you get a bit older, you start to realize, all right, cool. In certain scenarios and in certain settings and whatever, not on a first link <laughs> Yeah, I put all my cards on the table. Then I was just like, "Yeah, I pretty much set this up for this girl to drag my heart through the. If we get that deep into it, she's gonna be able to just drag my heart through the thorns." Because <laughs> this nigga it. turned up with bouquet of flowers. When he first, I was just like, "I'm showing all my cards." Man, so I'm screwed. Man showed all the cards and she said, pick up two for mistake. <laughs> Blackjack, pow! Hold the sevens. Uh, Jacks on twos. Nah, I was just like, Reverse yeah. cards. <laughs> all of that, boy. She damn near flipped the table and said, dominoes! <laughs> so yeah, that was, it was, it was a funny one. Uh, yeah, in, in terms of, yeah. Was it awkward? It must have been awkward at, the mo at that moment though. Oh, Maybe did you for just her, like, laugh for at me, it? I thought I was the man. I thought, yeah. Oh, so she didn't, did she like address it at the time or did she later on nah, say? Nah, but I know she went to the, to the, in that time there was no group chat. It was the MSN, MSN group, I guess. Uh, and probably discussed this with her homegirls and was like. So you gave her the flowers and she had to walk around the whole date with the flowers? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's annoying. That's why I yeah. And these times we went, we were going to the cinema or something, and I was just like, "Now she's kicking about with flowers." Yeah. In the cinema, that's the weirdest place to have flowers. <laughs> yeah. That is the weird. Like next the time, the whole just, setup was just, just cop like, snacks, bro. 
I've bought snacks for our cinema trip. Yeah, the whole setup was flying just high. Like, remember yeah, flowers? What, what was going on? Like there? she's some kind of goat. Yeah, you're gonna chop the flowers. <laughs> It was just massively, yeah. It's, it's mad though because we do often have this like Hollywood, like vision of what romance is, yeah. and apparently you know flowers. Tell me what you're meant to do. Thing is, so I understand getting flowers for a girl. Yeah. Like I've 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 learned it. It it translates in a few ways. One of which is the fact that you went out of your way to cop flowers. Yeah. Because you were thinking about her, you bought the flowers just to make her happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The gesture alone is enough. Yeah. Another way is like, some girls really be liking flowers. They like a certain type of flower. They like a certain smell. They like a yeah. certain look of yeah. flower. And they're just like, you got me my flowers. Yeah. The to, ones that because I you saw the like. ones that I had are dying off or I've yeah. not had them for a while or whatever. You bought me something that you know I would like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like a gift. Mm. It's like a gift that you know that person will like. And I think it's mad. But do you know what's funny? What would you say is the male equivalent of flowers? The male equivalent of... Uh, oh, I, I don't know. Cause... See, it's interesting that you're stumbling on this, right? Because I thought about this and somebody sent me a video the other day and the woman in the video effectively was giving her husband flowers, right? Mm -hmm. And he was a bit like baffled. He was like, why are you giving me flowers for? Yeah. She she said she read somewhere that the first time men get flowers is at their funeral. Oh, that's true. That's deeper, lie. Yeah, it's deep. So you think to yourself like and obviously the connotation is we only really show appreciation for men. Yeah. In a romantic gesture or in a in a way that says we love you or yeah. that we appreciate you when uh, they're dead. Yeah. It's like men are just workhorses for every scenario that they're in. I tell you what uh, I think the equivalent of for, for your question there, the equivalent is um, say you come back and no, <laughs> so say, say you come back from a busy day, whatever you've been doing and peace, you are told like, listen, um, your fit, whatever you're into, if you're a gamer, your favorite game is laid out here ah, with your yeah, your your right. chill your whatever you your, your whatever your chill looks like that is all set up for you and you will be undisturbed you your your whatever you've got going on you've had a busy yeah, week, whatever you're right but you're gonna you have know. that peace and you'll be undisturbed i can guarantee you that for like two hours so like, don't worry just, babes that i'm going out with the kids we're going to my mom's house for dinner yeah i've made your favorite dinner it's chilling in the oven in all you've got to do is yeah. put it on uh, heat up yeah you've got the entire house to yourself you for this game? evening you want to watch the game you want to do play playstation you wanna, yeah it's Hit, you go you. go into your man cave and just you can be at peace for two exactly. three hours i'm but, coming to get you at 9 30. yeah but from now until 9.30, you do you. You do you. But that's the problem. Wow. Guys, we dropped the ball. Because these times, you'll come back to the crib and man hasn't enjoyed peace. Man's just been in there beating the meat for like... <laughs> on page, on like... page 72 of Paul Up. Can't find nothing satisfactory. There was no peace going on here. No, internet's all slow. Like... Everyone's using up the internet. Internet's moving all hella slow. Buffering. This place smells Musty, like <laughs> must and corn chips, like nickel saw. Yeah, this is just like I came in with my dick in my hand. <laughs> man comes out the room back with neck sweat, and he just had like a master pulverizing session. Man still got his work clothes like, on, shirt on, <laughs> tie on the side, and he's just in his boxes. It's just like 
See, that's why I can't give you anything nice. Because now look, now look at this. You're in formal socks and still formal shoes. They don't even match it. The unmatched socks. It's a disaster. With your trousers off. Yeah, so that's the equivalent, I think, for men. Just Um, peace and quiet. Peace and space. I hear that, and I I definitely resonate with that one because, like, yeah, that's a mad one. so, ladies, buy your man. Do you know what? I want to issue a challenge. Ladies, buy your man flowers and film his reaction mm. and send it to us. Because I want to see this. I want to see this happen. Yeah. Because I feel like a man won't know what to do. Yeah. A man genuinely will not know what to do when his missus approaches him and says, here you go, sweetheart. Yeah. These, I picked these for you. Yeah. He'll just He's look mad. at them and be like, I ain't never had nobody buy me flowers, man. These I've had a friend a of mine female singing I've, about bringing people flowers in the pouring rain in rain as well in the rain and I've not had flowers in the best conditions I've had somebody send me a flower to my house oh right okay. yeah it was a symbol of like basically I'll it was when scared. I it was when I, lo- no, it was when I, I lost like my mafia move like, it was when I lost my granddad oh, okay. this was like during COVID so you couldn't actually visit people or whatever yeah. it was when I lost my granddad I told her about it and she was just like and uh, yeah she, so she just sent me a bouquet of flowers to be like, well, it was <coughs> a bouquet of sunflowers oh. <coughs> to say thank you very much, um, to say my condolences or whatever. Oh. But again, it was brought on by yeah, a death, death kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not mess, not mine, obviously, but like, but again, it was, it was. But the funny thing is, that person understands this, what we're talking about. Yeah, she's the same. She does it. She sends it to uh, to. Her partner, she's done it before. I think she sent some to her dad and her brother. All with that same reaction of, yeah. what the fuck are these for? Yeah. Or what? why are you buying me flowers? But yeah. she believes that that's something that should be reciprocated. It's not yeah. just a, you know, it's not just... Women like flowers more than men, I guess. Mm. But is that because they are used to the gesture? Or is it because they innately just like... I don't think that women innately like flowers more than men do. Hollywood's told them this is... Again, yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, what's the male equivalent to an engagement ring? A shittier, cheaper ring. <laughs> a substandard version of. I would, I would say a watch. A watch, yeah, yeah, nice. I would watch. say a watch, but then how often do you know? How many men do you know that have engaged their partner and received the watch? Nah, I know Bear who've just bought the watch themselves as an heirloom to start an heirloom tradition, but. None of them have had it gifted by their missus. They've yeah, just see? bought it themselves. So, yeah, let's speak. Yeah. When's feminism going to kick in? Like, because, <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of things that, like, I think in the dating world, regardless of race, regardless of even so much age, like, we're just taught this blasé, kind of, like, vague, ambiguous way to get to know somebody and off the back of these very simple and almost meaningless gestures yeah we're supposed to create a life with this person and like settle down with this person and enter into financial obligations with this person and mm. you know till death do us part yeah. and i'm just like that's not how i want i've never ever wanted to be like that so as a result, my attitude towards dating and relationships have always been like, let's be friends first. Not to friend zone anybody. Yeah. More organic than that. Mm. If I'm not friendly with you, I don't care how hot you are. I don't care how attractive I find you. I'm not dating you. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? If I, I don't care. If me and you aren't friends, can't be friends, yeah. can't be banters, then... And if, if, I, if I feel forced, yeah. then I'm not doing it. I won't do anything that I feel forced doing. If anything, I will reject it more yeah. so. Do you know what I mean? It has to be smooth. It has to be smooth transition. It has to be relaxed, almost non-obligatory. There's nothing obligatory about it. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's kind of how I've always looked at dating. That's hence why I haven't dated a lot. Yeah. I've, got, said, I've, I've got to know a lot of women, but I haven't dated a lot. Yeah. As a tip of the iceberg, I, I really hope, whether it's through the maker of that, that series, Dating Black. Tonya, yeah. You know, um, or otherwise, like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's got my mind working overdrive and thinking, yeah, definitely. It's, a, it's an opportunity for them to touch on so many different aspects, mm. some of which are just a view that people who aren't, you know, in London or surrounding um, have always had. You start to challenge people's perceptions of what they consider normal uh, and also the interactions of people who haven't dated within the culture mm. from the outside looking in as well. Mm. Where what What's their thoughts on, you know, things being said on, on the show and those people who they've even grown up around you know who they've never considered like what's your view on this what's your take on that so I'm yeah so that, glad that they made that because, yeah like, yes because funny thing is, as you said that the spin-off of like like you said like necessarily people that non-black that date into black yeah like do you know what you're getting yourself into mm, yeah. not in a threatening manner yeah or in a, <laughs> not in a cautionary Watch way <laughs> yeah but like yeah. are you aware of what it is to date like Give you a perfect example, right? So, I know this white woman who's had a, a baby with an African guy, right? Mm -hmm. And she said one of the... Now, they're, they're not together anymore. Mm -hmm. And he's doing... As far as, as far as she describes it, she he's doing the deadbeat dad thing where he's oh. just not in the daughter's life. She has... She, she doesn't know much about his family or whatever that his family don't really reach out to her. Okay. They know that she's got a, he's got a daughter, but they're not really active. Okay. So she's basically, in all essences, raising this daughter on her own, this mixed-race girl on her own. And she said one of the biggest tasks, something a daily, a daily thing that reminds her that she wasn't fully equipped to be part of a black family or an interracial family, yeah. was trying to learn how to do her daughter's hair. Mm -hmm. She is white Caucasian, blonde yeah. even with like straight blonde hair. And she says, trying to get my daughter's hair right. And for women and girls, their hair, the way it looks, the way it textured, the way it feels is a big deal. Yeah. And she has struggled for a long time with doing her daughter's hair because mm -hmm. it's very different to hers. It's very different to anything she's ever managed. She yeah. is not a hairdresser. Mm. So she doesn't have that experience where she could maybe deal with it. So she's like, that's, some, that's a daily reminder that there's a whole part of my daughter's life I am never going to be aware of and she isn't aware of. Yeah. But here she is, a white woman, having to fill in the missing pieces of her, of her daughter's black existence. Yeah. And that really, that really upset me when I heard that. I was like, not that it's her fault. Mm. Obviously, the dad has fucking dropped the ball here. Like, he's fucked this one up, right? Yeah. I mean, not fucked it up completely because there's never, there's never no going back. Yeah. But it's like negligence. Yeah. And I think uh, one of those situations, like when you date, when somebody who's non-black dates a black person, what did they, 
what things do they expect? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and what environment are you in? Like, if a Scottish girl dates a black guy who didn't grow up here, yeah. what things do you expect that black guy, how do you expect him to react to certain situations? Yeah. Are you prepared for that? Yeah. Are you aware that this might happen? Do you, does it even cross your mind that when you're out for a nice little drink and a meal that he might be racially profiled? Yeah. Or when you're driving home one night, late night, he might get pulled over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How do, does that does that come into the mind of somebody who is not black when they're dating a black person? Do you see what I mean? And yeah. vice versa. Like I don't know if a black woman dates a white guy, are there any kind of like things that maybe the white guy is overlooking? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like do white women, do black women in certain situations feel safer because they're with a white man than if the situation was they were if in the same situation they were with a black man? Do you see? Do you see yeah. So I'm always interested to find out what how people think. Not in a judgmental way. I never want anyone to feel like they're being judged off their opinion or their perspective. Yeah. I'm just interested to build a more round picture. Yeah. So yeah. So for that reason, I mean, it's not all down to Tonya. Yeah. Somebody else might. If you're listening to this and it sounds like a pretty good idea, you want to do. I mean, well, I like the way Tony did it. So. I like the way she did it, but and it's, it's not the only start. way to do it, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, like if if Having watching BT. So if you watch it, if you, if you're interested in watching it, it's called Dating Black on BET UK. It's on YouTube, so it's free for everyone to watch. It's uploaded. All eight episodes are up now, so you can watch it in succession. Each episode is what eighteen to twenty minutes. Mm. So yeah. the same way you binge Netflix series. Yeah. You know, if you're interested in, in seeing something like this, it's definitely something you can have on and take in at your own, you know, at your own pace. But um, yeah, so what are you saying? That's episode 60. No, is that episode 60? No, that's episode 61. 61, all right. The reason and seasoning brought to you by your podcast tag team. I go by the name of Ellington, also known as Tom. I go by the name of King Sims. And until the 5 for 5 dropping this Friday, what up?